you are the communications director for a currently sitting member of Congress in one of the 50 states. And this congressperson has been in office a very, very, very long time, since 1993. And don't worry, that's not going to like narrow it down too much. It's actually from that year. There's a lot. But I see how you're trying to play this right now, Cliff. I'm not saying any name. Uh-huh. No one's going to know who you work for. Yeah. But I mean, it's fine. You guys can go and research. But the way that this conversation came up is because last week, there um, during the Missouri primary, the Missouri primary last week. No. Hold on. So there's this is this is the problem. There's so many members of Congress that have been there, like Cliff said, for a long time. And when I say a long time, I'm saying over 20 years. They are over the age of 60. So they're like our grandparents' age. However, they're not grooming other people um, in the community. And there's people that consistently run against them and they lose. And a lot of these members, they're winning based off of name recognition. And yet their districts are still suffering. The constituents are still suffering and there hasn't been many changes. And so I, t- I mentioned to Cliff, you know, it was interesting because the results had came out last week and it was for, oh, Benny Thompson. Benny Thompson will be the convention chair, the Democratic convention chair, um, even though the convention is virtual. So we were talking about him and he's a member of the Congressional Black Caucus, but he's also served for he served for over 10 years, let's, over 15 years. But one of the members that actually lost was one of the representatives in Missouri. I'd have to look up the district. And he lost to a younger, I believe it's a younger black, a younger black representative that challenged him. And this was, this was really big. So, uh, because in 2018, during the mid-year elections, there are a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people that lost their elections because you had people like Representative AOC, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who went up against Joe Crowley, which is one of the districts in New York, and she actually beat him. And a lot of people downplayed her win; they didn't want to jump behind her, but she ener- she energized the Democratic base, and outside of just the new, like outside of her own district in New York. And at that time, it really said a lot because now what you did, what she was able to do, her and Ayanna Presley, Ileana Omar, um, I forget the representative's name from Detroit, that represents Detroit. Rashida Tlaib? Yes. But what they... What they've been able to do is they're show, they're showing that they're willing to show up for their constituents and more, and they're willing to address the issues that we're saying are important, and they're not afraid to go up against others within the Democratic Party. So, yes, they're they're saying that they're Democrats and that we elected them to represent us. Yeah. But what's important is they're not being they're not, they're not being controlled by lobbyists. 
And so I'll leave it there and allow you to give some of your thoughts about this in terms before we go into more with it. The only reason, so I think when I think of term limits, because we actually haven't given, because I wonder if you and I differ on if we had to make a proposal to a committee tasked with preparing notes for a constitutional convention, if we could finally have another one, what you would support, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because we're talking about folks. So in the U.S. Senate, there are three current sitting members who have been in the Senate longer than I've been alive, right? I'll be 35 in three weeks. That's a long time to serve in any legislative body. And then in the House, you've got a whole host of folks. I don't even think I wrote them all. I got Don Young, Jim Sensenbrenner, Hal Rogers, Steny Hoyer, Peter DeFazio. Like, they've all they've all been in locker. No, not DeFazio. He was 87. But it's like, that's a lot of people. Even Nancy Pelosi's been in since 87. Like, and some of these people are folks that on both sides that I'm sure people revere for, for great, for good reason. Right. Uh, Susan Collins has represented the people of Maine uh, proudly. And I mean, I'm sure they appreciate her service. Uh, same goes for Mitch McConnell. I clearly don't agree with Mitch McConnell on a fraction of the decisions that he makes, but there's a reason that Kentuckians continue to elect the guy. Right. Mm-hmm. The question that I ask is, did the framers of the Constitution intend for this to become a monopolistic position? Did they intend for folks to hold these positions in perpetuity? And I struggle to think that if we had the opportunity to exhume the remains right, of, of some of those folks and bring them back to life and ask them, what do you think about people serving in these bodies for a third of a century? I, it, to me, it, it does not, it, it seems a little far-fetched to, to assume, oh yeah, they would be supportive of folks holding these positions for this long, right? Mm-hmm. 35 years in the house? Yeah. What we see with like the four that you named, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, what you can see is, and even if you go on the Republican side with Paul Ryan, because I believe he was in his early to mid-30s the first time he was elected mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. So and, and he's done a lot for this country. I mean, again, I don't support all of Paul Ryan's policies, but if I'm a conservative, I'm happy with his term in office. I'm, I may not be so happy with what he did as speaker, but it was he had a little tough road with working with the White House. But what he did as a member of the House, heck, what he did working with Mitt Romney, right? So if you elect young people, but you can't get to young people if what if what doesn't happen. What disallows us from having young people in office? The vote, voting, them participating. Wait, yeah. you're seeing them at, oh yeah, yeah, money. Having elder statesmen refuse to give up these roles. And this is actually, so this comes on the heels of a person that we all 
like objectively believe is a hero, John Lewis. He is objectively a hero. There should be a statue of this man in the nation's capital, and there may be a holiday for him one day. Do I think John Lewis should have held the office that he held for as long as he held it? I do not. And again, he's a person who I probably pretty close to lockstep with in terms of policy and his voting record. But that doesn't mean that somebody else didn't deserve an opportunity to be in that role. No, nobody should. Nobody should serve to me half their life in so a legislative body. So what would you? So if you had the opportunity to make an amendment, yeah, what would be, what would be your suggestion? What would be? Yeah, your- well, I've always advocated. I might have to post another YouTube video. I've always advocated for another constitutional convention. I think it's far, far past time. Uh, it, the time is now for us to have another constitutional convention. We're we're operating off of a document written hundreds of years ago that doesn't imp- like women couldn't vote. Like there, there's so many. Like I'm still not a full person in that original document, and people say, "Well, it's been amended." Yeah, it's been amended. Let's just scrap the thing and rewrite it. That's my view. <laughs> if you disagree, let us know. But so I would advocate for 12 years maximum, both bodies. To me, it's foolish that the Senate serves for a term three times as long as the House. They should all serve four-year terms, and they should be maxed at three terms. Mm. Now, if you want to go from the House to the Senate, I'm good with that. I would hope that wouldn't happen, but I'm sure if it happened. So technically, you could, in my model, you could serve for 24 years. If you've got a constituency base that continues to support your candidacy for two decades, right? But to me, you shouldn't be able to serve more than 12 years in in the, the nation's highest legislative body. Because most people living in any city, so whatever city you live in, there's either a charter or some type of ordinance that has a restriction on term limits for your mayors, for city members of city council. Like, it, almost in every state and local government, there's restrictions. It shouldn't just be president, vice president, and local government that has these restrictions on the length of time you can serve. It should also apply for members of our uh, highest lawmaking body. Mm-hmm. Well, are you reading the comment from Facebook? So just to add while you're reviewing that, so like Cliff mentioned, there are term limits for local elected officials and also for, so you have, you have, you have restrictions in terms of who can actually run for office because there's age requirements. Yep. So to say that they put age requirements when they drafted the constitution, but then they didn't actually stipulate what the terms are that they can serve. That that's what I have an issue with. So I'm gonna I'm gonna answer yeah, leave right a question there. from IG and then I'm gonna go back to Marietta's question on Facebook. Yeah, go ahead. So Levi asked three terms total or three consecutive terms. To me, three terms total. I don't I don't care if they serve them consecutively or if they serve a term go run a business, serve another term, go back to their business and serve their last term. Just 12 years total. Because my goal is to kind of end those dynastic political dynasties, right? That's definitely a, I said that twice, dynastic and dynasty. But like to end like political dynasties essentially is is the goal. Um, that, that's, so I would say three total. But if you, if you 
I don't, do you think it should be different? Um, are there other ones in IG that I missed? No. Oh, thanks. Okay, I just saw your your. All right, I'm gonna go back to. So you can read Mary's question. All right, so this one says there are limits to a term for each congressional body. The thinking is the elections are the limits. Yeah, but the problem is, so I, I love that. Like in theory, this is correct. So our elections are meant to serve kind of as those term limits. But the problem is when you inject gerrymandering into the equation. There are members in Congress who are in like districts that are so gerrymandered that there's they're never going to be like put out of office. So it's like we're we're not going to see them. But to the second half of the of the point, I think so. Experience is valuable at learning the ropes of legislating. I wholly agree. I don't think it takes thirty years. I don't think it takes twenty years. I don't think it takes sixteen years. I think experience is valuable, and that's why people, it's tough to uproot an incumbent. So people that are getting excited about Biden and Harris, they're going up against an incumbent. And that could be a whole other conversation for another day, and you just right. remember we have 20 minutes. But so I think there is value to experience. But how much experience do we want people to have before they kind of relinquish the reins, right, to somebody else who should be in that position? All right, we got another comment. Mm. Experience is valuable, but I don't think right now there is a way to differentiate between elections based on merit and elections based on name recognition alone. So, name recognition. One big reason that Kamala Harris was picked over Biden's former cabinet mate, Susan Rice's name recognition. And his, his, right, like, his staffers can try to put out to the media, oh, he made this decision uh, because she ran a national campaign. Because like, Nah, people know who she is. He couldn't make the same mistake that Hillary made with Tim Kaine. Because even folks in the know, right, were like, Tim who? Wait, who? Tim who? 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 Tim who? Right? Nobody's saying Kamala who. We all know who Senator Harris is. Right. We all watched her destroy Brett Kavanaugh. Right. We all watched her run for president. Get robbed. <clears throat> we, we, we know who she is. So name recognition is important. Um, but to differentiate between name recognition and merit, to me, you typically have the name recognition because you've earned it through your merit. Uh, that's my view of it. But that there's obviously some exceptions because it didn't work for Jeb Bush. He had all the name recognition and family dynastic power at his like at his disposal, and that did not help him. So sometimes it helps, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs>